Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Arkansas Football Magazine. Randy Rainwater will join us in just a second. I'm Kevin Bohannon. Barry, good afternoon. Hey, Kevin. How are you? Doing great. Getting set up here. Big game tonight here at Jordan Stadium. So much history, so much tradition. The Mills Comets coming off their first loss of the season. Visits the Pine Bluff Zebras. Hot on a five-game winning streak. Talk about tonight's game in Jordan Stadium. Yeah, they are on that five-game win streak, and it's come with big plays on offense, special teams, and defense. Man, their defense has been simply outstanding at times this season. Last week, they held BB to 14 points. The offense wasn't there. They ran the ball 23 times for only 49 yards, but that defense bailed them out with five sacks, forced three turnovers on downs, and one interception. And, of course, it's the same guys on offense that turn around and make plays on defense, even at the 5A level. Courtney Crutchfield and Austin Dendy, those two guys are two of the best players in the entire state. So, uh, Pine Bluff, with a, the home field advantage, the defense it's playing, should be able to shut down Mills' big play offense. You know, Achilles Ringo, he keeps bailing Mills out week after week, but a week ago that – uh, that luck ran out at, at Maumelle, and I think Pine Bluff will follow the same scenario and get the W tonight. Hootons.com picks the Zebras. And the team that gave Mills their first loss of the year, Maumelle, the Hornets, uh, the signature win in Coach Brian Moffin's uh, tenure there in Maumelle. They take on Robinson tonight. Robinson 4-1 and overall, 3-0 and in conference play. The biggest question has to be, which Maumelle team shows up? How do they play after beating, upsetting Mills a week ago? You know, if they play like they did in that game, they're going to be fine. Uh, Andrew Bjork, the sophomore quarterback, played big through the winning touchdown pass. Actually threw two touchdowns and ran for one in that game. Coach Maupin really wants to beat Joe T. Would love to do it at, at uh, on the road at Charlie George Stadium, but... And Nick Abrams, Caleb Jones, uh, Quentin Murphy, those guys. Too much offense for Joe T. Robinson. Hootens.com picks the Senators. And you know that game means a lot to Coach Maupin. You know, he cut his teeth as defensive coordinator there under Coach Todd Scola. It, it means a lot to him. There's going to be a lot of emotion in the game. So, uh, really looking forward uh, to seeing what happens in that game. Bear, let's go to the state's largest classification, Cabot-Conway. This rivalry goes back decades it used to be a non-conference game when Cabot was in the 5A East, 4A East, Conway in the Central, and now they're in the same conference. Conway rolling along, first year under Coach Buck James. You talk about the offense and that fast-paced offense, but the defense is giving up 12 points a game. They've only given up 14, two touchdowns in one game this season. Cabot's got their cut work, work cut out for them tonight. It sure does. You know, Cabot banks itself on a good defense, uh, fast, aggressive, physical, but and Conway playing great defense. And then offensively, always seem to find the answers with Amalo and, and Chris O'Neill hooking up on offense. And Yeah, I mean, last week, anytime your defense can score, it's going to help you. And Jacoby Wade had the pick six a week ago uh, for Conway for or 
and you know, and then you turn around for Cabot. It's Keegan Bass, Gavin Reardon, both playing well on offense. But Conway, just too many weapons. Conway's at home. Conway over Cabot tonight. And we have Hoops.com has Conway as the number one ranked team in the state. Cabot is number six. So on paper, this game should go right down to the wire. And, and believe it's a, it's a good game into the second half or even the fourth quarter. Good afternoon, Bear. Hey, Randy. There you go. All right. We have uh, turned a few wires, twisted a few this, that, and the other, and here we are. So I understand you and uh, Kev, you went over the feature matchup, and that is tonight Mills traveling down to Pine Bluff to take on the Zebras. This is almost like not quite Elimination Week, Bear, but... I think you'll say it more than once throughout today and then later on tonight that there will be some conference championships uh, that will be determined tonight, even though it's week number three in some cases of conference play. Well, you're right. Conference titles on the line. Maybe not elimination, but, boy, it, it's close. And some teams in almost must-win situations. And you get to this point in the season, Randy, every game matters. And teams look back in week 10 after it's over and start sorting out the playoff scenarios and say, man, we're a, a four seed but could have been a two seed and we win that game back in week six or seven. That's how important every game is in conference play. All right, let us talk with... Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan decided he couldn't hang in there with us. Do you want to say our sonic blast coming from Jordan Stadium on the campus of Pine Bluff High School? Last time I was here, uh, couldn't give you. I'm terrible on years. I just I'm horrible. So Barry, you may can uh, refresh my memory. Uh, it was the I'm not sure how many years he was here, but Bobby Bolding was the coach at Pine Bluff. That tells you the last time I've been here. But Kevin, I, I've got to tell you, Bear, it, it was it was it was like watching a feeble old man stand in front of the gate leading into Jordan Stadium, watching Kevin's knees knock. And then he finally made the admission when he said that well, my knees used to knock before we came to play the Pine Bluff Zebras. <laughs> That's right. So he was having flashbacks. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know, at Kevin's advanced age, I knew, you know, possibly some things, you know, from all the hits he took over the years, whether it was in baseball or football or whatever sport. But just to watch a grown man, his knees start knocking, <laughs> that was embarrassing. Yeah, and you know, we were thinking back, Bear, and I was thinking, okay, so as a sophomore, we played him in 96. Sherrod Dixon, uh, great running back. Uh, I think he went to ULM. But 95, we, we came over here uh, as a ninth grader at El Dorado. Uh, that team won the state title. But 94 is where the memories were made. Uh, Scooter Register, the head coach of McClellan Lions that year. Corey Nichols, uh, Bo Pifer at quarterback. Corey Stevens at tight end. That team beat Pine Bluff 19-14 to on this field. Uh, the winning streak at that time for Pine Bluff was in the double digits by far. They had come off the 93 state title, and uh, Coach Register's McClellan Lions team beat that coach, uh, beat, beat Pine Bluff that night in one heck of a game. That's when they had. Uh, Is that Marion Glover? Yeah, Marion Glover. Yeah, they, okay. had, they had Detron Parks, the D train, as Sully liked to mention. Sully always had the best nicknames for Pine Bluff players. Touchdown, Telly Lowe, uh, Detron <laughs> D train Parks, uh, Clifton Blunt. I remember all those guys. James Kaiser in the backfield, and then they had uh, Corey Williamson in the middle, number 44 at linebacker. So, yeah, the knees started knocking a little bit out here, double R. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bear, let's go to our... Uh, Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback this from the CAC Mustang. He says, I wouldn't bet Grayson and the Mustangs. I wouldn't bet against Grayson and the Mustangs. What does Bear think? Pottsville versus Central Arkansas Christian. Yep. CAC is ranked higher by Hootens.com. We have CAC ranked number 10 in the state, Pottsville number 14. Uh, both of them one-loss teams with 5-1 and one records. Uh, Pottsville's only loss was a non-conference game to Elkins, who we feel is one of the best teams in the state. You know, what Pottsville's been in the past few weeks 
has really caught the eye. Miller Mahan at quarterback playing exceptional. Get these stats last week at Boxite. He was 10 of 11 passing, ran for more than 100 yards, and four touchdowns. They also had two players rush for 70 yards each, so very balanced, prolific attack for Pottsville. I uh, think that's enough to keep Mayflower or keep uh, CAC off balance. You know, Mayflower really did that a week ago, and Mayflower led CAC in the third quarter. So I think that's a little uh, concerning to CAC how tight some of their games have been lately. But they're able to rally and win. Grayson Wilson last week, of course, had over almost uh, 400 total yards and four touchdowns. But Hootens.com picks the Apaches over CAC. Now, Bear, i got to agree with you on that one. Uh, Pottsville just had a too good of a stretch over the last three or four weeks. Uh, really looking, It's going to be a really exciting game. But I want to go back to the 5A Central for just a second. We've talked about... Uh, two of the games in that, Mills, Pine Bluff, and then Maumel Robinson. But Whitehall and Moralton, this will go a long way to determine who could possibly get that fourth playoff spot out of the 5A Central. Yeah, for sure it's for playoff spot. And, and have to feel that it's two really good teams. Uh, we've got Pine Bluff, or Whitehall rather, ranked number nine in the state, Moralton number 15. Um, you know, Moralton's getting good play at, at quarterback. Uh, Maddox Berry, uh, they last week led Watson Chapel 44-6 in the late in the second quarter of that game. Went on to, to win it handily, but uh, really played well. They scored two defensive, uh, or had a defensive touchdown and, and a safety on defense. So that defense played really well. When you talk about Whitehall, you talk about the Smiths. Noah Smith at quarterback, Jaden Smith at running back. Both of those guys playing well. Hey, the last time they were seen, they were putting on a show at Mills, and of course, Mills won it. Mills won it uh, in the final 20 seconds on a long touchdown pass. But I think Whitehall gets a bounce back W tonight over Moralton, and uh, the winner of this game, regardless, is going to have just one conference loss and still be alive for a conference title or to share a conference title. So a lot of things at stake in this game. Let's check in with the one and the only Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. Well, pleasant good afternoon to all of you guys. And Randy, welcome to our Sonic Blast, Robert. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Randy, I'd just like to say I believe finally uh, the guys here in about three hours or so are going to enjoy playing in this weather. <laughs> it's not so hot. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I think it's going to be a great night for football. There, I'm calling in about the usuals. Um, I know Wynn is struggling this year, but get an update on those guys and the Thunderbirds across county. And uh, just like to put this out there, Bear, and then I've got a question for you. I don't know if you've ever been asked this, but um, if you have been listening at all, um, would love to hear a game, a high school game called by the one and only Randy Rainwater and Roger Scott with Roger using Randy's voice and, and, and Randy using Roger's voice. I think it would be great. Oh, my but, uh, goodness. That would be chaos. <laughs> they would, would be they, a game. The FCC would come after me. Uh, it would be a game that I don't think none of us would, would ever forget. <laughs> But, uh, but I know anyway, I Bear, I got two questions for you, Bear, uh, and and I think they're interesting. I want to know if you guys keep a record of um, the the games that you predict and what your record is. How many you uh, predicted correctly? How many you you predicted incorrectly? If you have that information, I'd just like to know. And my Bear. other question Bear. is, Brad Bolt, Bear. Brad Bolt. Are you keeping a record? Bear, I want to know. This is Roger Scott. <laughs> I want to know. Are you, Bear, are you keeping a record? I want the exact number, Bear, because Roger Scott, you're the Roger Scott Radio Network. He wants to know. Uh. Randy, let me get off here before you bust me up and I can't even talk. 
Bear, where would you put uh, Brad Bowling as high school coach in Arkansas? Is he top five, top three, or is he the best we have in the state right now? I think he's doing a fantastic job uh, there, and I think he's a great coach, and I just want to get your input. So that's what I got today, guys, and y'all have a great afternoon. Thank you, Razorback. Pop! <laughs> As far as Brad Bowling goes, I mean, I hadn't thought lately who's the best coaches in the state. I mean, well, I every the year you look at it. Safely, does it not sit safely yeah. right now in uh, Conway with Buck? It, yeah. it does with Buck James and what he's done yeah. at multiple schools. Yeah. Uh, but Coach Bowling, you cannot deny what they're doing at Parkview and maybe as dominant of a team as we have in the state this year. But, um, and, and real quick, when he did ask about the win Valley View game, and Valley View is favored in that game, and I was just thinking back, if Valley View wins over the Yellow Jackets, I think that'll be the first back-to-back conference losses for win going back, uh, boy, about 15 years to the Ray Shimpert era, I think. And then EPC is favored over Cross County, who... Cross County came into the year with a lot of hype and publicity after getting all those players from Win, and they're sitting here with a two and two record in Class Two A. And this is a big game tonight for Cross County, almost a must-win for Cross County. As uh, far as our records go, we keep a record, and it is on each ranking on our website every week. Last week, for the second week in a row, we went eight and zero in Class Seven A. We've uh, picked 41 of 55 games correctly this year in Class 7A. Uh, Class 6A, we're hitting at 83% for the season. Class uh, 5A, we're hitting at 80, about 85% for the season. Class 4A, 84% for the season. Uh, class 3A, last week we hit 19 of 20 games. That's 95% of our games. Uh, and then in 2A, we hit 13 of 14 games. So as you can see, in 2A and 3A combined, we missed two games. So I uh, feel pretty good about our, our records and stuff, but uh, glad that it's conference play and we're through with all those crossover games, Kevin. Those are <laughs> those are killers and uh, hard to figure out. With, man, when you got 5A versus 4A and 3A versus 4A, it's it's tough. Hey, hey, Bear, what what is Kevin's record? Hey, we don't need to talk about that. Oh, we'll oh. get we'll get to that. Oh, I, I thought we were talking. We're about we're, we're highlighting the I thought we great were. performances every week by Hootens dot com staff. Coach Ke- Kevin Kelly actually does the seven A write ups. Yes. So yeah. and that that one week where he went like two and six or one and seven, whatever it was. That was when all the out-of-state teams beat. No, no, beat. I, I was talking about the, Kevin the, Bohan. Oh, right. Kevin Bohan. Okay, yeah. We can talk about that here in a little bit, too. we got so many games to talk about right now. Oh, Randy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, class, yeah. yeah going back to Class 7A. Big week for Fayetteville as they complete their gauntlet run through Class 7A West. They take on Fort Smith Southside this week. Southside, of course, last two weeks. Rogers, tough loss. Bentonville last week, tough loss. Now the Mavericks get the Purple Dogs. At Southside, which is on Country Club Road, not on Rogers Avenue. <laughs> and it's going to be another high-scoring game. Last week, Southside lost to Bentonville, fifty to thirty-five. Uh, two weeks ago, they lost to Rogers on that last-second play, or, or with about a minute left, to a seventy-five-yard touchdown pass. Defensively, Southside has holes, but offensively, they really truck along, and it's behind Amari Tucker, Isaac Gregory, Grayson York. Uh, those guys played well. And then for Fayette Village, Drake Lindsay, of course, the in the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the state. And then Jason Delamar, what a weapon he's become, and what a Division One recruit he has become. And Hoops.com picks the Purple Dogs at Southside, and. Gentlemen, let's talk with Shane. Shane, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Hey, I had a question for you. Uh, not necessarily on the uh, high school football, but I just want to see if uh, the, your guests can give me shine some light on what Dylan Carter, Dylan Carter, and Cody Frank. Uh, that, do you think they'll be able to come back this this year? And then. And then uh, Hagen Smith, I noticed he ain't been playing. I was going to see if he was injured. I'll hang up Yeah, Hagen Smith made his first appearance in scrimmages today. Went three up, three down, three strikeouts. So Hagen had a big workload coming out of college baseball season. Then he was with Team USA. 
he needed a little downtime right there, so he, he's getting it. Uh, our man Dylan Carter uh, worked his way back. Randy, as you know, you've talked to Randy Allison, his, his grandfather, and he's gotten back in the throwing program. He started the 1st of September, if I'm not mistaken, so he should be on about week five or six. I think he'll play. I wouldn't put him in before April, but they, they know a little bit more than I do on that staff up there on the hill. Uh, Get him down for the stretch run. That's another arm that you can rely on. And Cody if Frank, you, if you ask him, he throw, will be ready to throw by yeah, March. March, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I would look April for that. And then you got uh, Cody Frank right there. I uh, haven't seen much on him. He has not been back start throwing yet, but we should expect to know a little bit more right here after the fall ball's done. All right, Bear, let's go to the next one. Uh, Lake Hamilton and Greenbrier. I know this was a game that Hooten's had a tough time picking this week because uh, you got Van Buren who beat Lake Hamilton, but Greenbrier beat Van Buren by 31 points yeah. a few weeks ago. Don't know what to think about Lake Hamilton so far. They've been up and down this season. Jekyll and Hyde, Greenbrier, they're really tough on offense. When that's it, you know, Greenbrier had won three games in a row until playing Greenwood and uh, just trailing that game 24 to nothing at halftime. So I think in, in itself, that's an accomplishment, you know. Uh, they, they just had 168 total yards, so have to find some more yardage. Guess what? Lake Hamilton's defense, not as stout as Greenwood's defense. And uh, you got to like the way. Uh, Lake Hamilton's play and Landon West stepped in at quarterback a week ago and threw the ball really well. The team, of course, ran it ran it very well. This is a very important game for playoff seating. Lake Hamilton, Coach Giller, and they're going to try to really run the ball, control the clock tonight against Greenbrier, and think they're going to be successful. Narrow, narrow win for Lake Hamilton. We can see this game going right down to the wire. And Tripp says, I call play-by-play for the Mills Comets. And Kyle can yep. tell you, saying this game at Pine Bluff is huge is an understatement. It's going to be an exciting night in the jungle, to say the least. Coming up next, the head coach of those Zebras. They're known as Michael Williams. Stay tuned. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Pine Bluff. The Zebras host the Comets of Mills High School. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 103.7 The Buzz. Buckle up, y'all, because the Arkansas State Fair is rolling into town. That means October 13th through the 22nd, you're getting jaw-dropping, memory-making, boot-stomping, mouth-watering, ooey-gooey fun for everyone. So step right up and follow the action to the Arkansas State Fair, October 13th through the 22nd. We can't wait to see y'all there. Brought to you by Bank OZK, Arkansas Farm Bureau, Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, and Legends Resort and Casino. Brace yourself because the carpet barn is turning October into a month-long flooring extravaganza. You need proof? In stock 12 mil vinyl plank, usually $2.99, now is yours for a buck ninety-nine. Seven and a half inch white engineered European white oak, a luxury at $5.39, now it's at $2.99. There's no gimmicks, no sneaky price hikes, no hidden fees. We're all about honesty and keeping your wallet happy. Mark your calendars running throughout October only at the Carpet Barn in Conway and North Little Rock. Join Drive Time Sports each weekday for the Trey Biddy Report brought to you by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Find out the latest on the Razorback recruits and all the D1 prospects in the state each weekday. It's the Trey Biddy Report on Drive Time Sports presented by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. 
Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance. Protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Anybody that goes to Tacos for Life is going to say, hey, I want to go back again. And he was going to do that. But I also need to tell you about what I was eating that day. You know, it's their, it's their new kind of a, uh, it's only for a while. It's the Bacon Barbecue Ranch Taco. And it was really, really good. Now, it's not surprising because everything they have at Tacos for Life is good. But if you like bacon, you like barbecue, this taco was loaded. I mean, it was spilling over at the top. So you're going to love the Bacon Barbecue Ranch Taco. If you'd rather have it in a salad, you can get it that way. If you'd rather have it uh, as a quesadilla, you can get it with chicken or pork. It's absolutely wonderful, and that's new right now at Tacos for Life. What's not new is the fact that every time you buy a meal at Tacos for Life, you are helping support someone who's food insufficient. And to this point, in slightly less than 10 years, they have given away over 31 million meals. Try the new Bacon Barbecue Ranch Taco and help someone out at Tacos for Life. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our Sonic Blast today here in Pine Bluff. As the Zebras prepare to take on the Little Rock Mills Comets. Now, which is it just Mills or is it Little Rock Mills? So, in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was Mills University Studies High School. It was mush. Then, it, before that, in the 80s, it was Little Rock Mills because they played Little Rock McClellan. That was a big rivalry. Ralph would know that. He went, McClellan, you know that. The green marshmallows getting dropped out of the air. There was no such thing no as such Mills thing. when I was going through school. Exactly. That was Fuller High School. <laughs> Fuller. Fuller High School. What so, was Mills? So, yeah, yeah, now they've gone back to Little Rock Mills because they've dropped the university studies program, so it's just Little Rock Mills. Little Rock Mills, okay. Yeah. Michael, yes, sir. head coach of the Pine Bluff Zebras, Michael Williams joins us. This is what a player should live for, is it not, Michael? Oh, my Friday God. night lights, you've got yeah. the... Zebras taking on the Mills Comets. It's not just about bragging rights. This is wanting to establish yourself in the conference and make a little separation. This is what a player should dream about. Oh, they definitely should dream about that. I told the players just a second ago, I mean, this is a big game. This is a big game not just for this game. This is a playoff pitcher. To me, we're thinking playoffs now. You know, whoever wins this game, I'm thinking really going to pretty much win the conference. I know Joe T is a good team. They are not the Joe T of, oh, next year they'll be back and popping. I'll talk to Escola now. They're back and popping next year because they got some young talent. But this year, I think these two teams right here is the teams that's going to take the conference. Past history always tells you you can go back three years ago and you can see a junior high team and you think this could be special. Then you might see two years back and you'll think, boy, this could be a special team. Michael, when did you feel like this group of zebras could be special? Well, you know, I got here late last year. Last right. year, I, I took over in June, and when I first got here, I already had did research on a lot of the kids that I had here. So, like Courtney Crushfield and Austin Denny and Landon Holcomb, I already had kind of already knew those guys. And Charlie Collins, by the way, that that meals I already researched it. I didn't realize I was going to have them, <laughs> but before I took the job, I was like, oh my God, we got some monsters down here. And so, coming from Duncan. 
Jacksonville, I've seen some of the top talent. I'm like, these kids can play there. And so instantly I already knew what I had. It's just a matter of trying to build a winning culture again with these kids. That's the trick word. I've heard so many coaches, they'll take it, they'll shape it, they'll bend it however they want to. What does establishing the culture mean to you, Michael? Oh, establishing the culture is everything because without the culture, you have nothing. You have to have them to buy into what you're trying to do. And if they buy into what you're trying to do, you can win with these guys. And these guys took it all to the, to the core and buy into what we're trying to do. What are we buying into? We're buying into good grades. we buying into hitting the weight room four to five times a week. Yes, we do hit four to five times a week. And we're buying into being good citizens. That's what we're buying into. It may not be right across the top of the stadium or on the press box, or you, you may not have flags and all that other stuff, banners flying, but the first thing I think of Pine Bluff tradition. Yes, sir. That Pine Bluff zebra tradition. That is something you have brought back. Thank you. I appreciate that. And that's exactly what we, we're trying to bring back. I wore the stripes, and as I wore the stripes, we were a traditional winning powerhouse. You walk about five feet or, or behind me, you're going to see a whole big building with championship state championship state championship we may not have the flags yet but when we get the new remodel we're going to do all that stuff but right now you go around that corner you're going to see state everywhere and that's what we're trying to make sure we bring back and i want to see state everywhere on there from this year on on yeah there's been some great great coaches and you know it's a big night when you got nick wagner out here shooting that's my guy yeah Uh, that's my guy me and nick connected as soon as i got down here i told him i want to do something new you know i want to bring some new culture around here so we are I'm an old school, new school guy. There you go. Yeah, you got to adapt. So, and you and I were talking off air before we got on here about the tradition, the players that go back to the mid '90s, late '90s. That run that Coach Bolding had, 14, yes. 15. Coach Glover, 92, yes. 93, 94, 95. Yes. Three straight, two straight. You getting back to that? Randy talked about culture. What have you had to do to get that from day one? So from day one, I had to break down. So in order to build something back up, you don't want to kind of patch on the building. You want to tear the whole building yeah. down. And so that's what I did. I tore the whole building down, and I wanted guys that wanted to be here. And so I started off with that first, and then build it back up from there. So now, just with just the discipline alone, was right. was almost eighty percent of the right. problem yeah. here. And so with the discipline alone, let them know either you're going to be on the board or you're going to be off board. I, when I was in Texas, this, one of my coaches used to say, "You're either on board or you're swimming with the sharks." Well, I want everybody to get in the board. boat. You got to <laughs> get in the boat or you're swimming with the sharks. <laughs> that's a that's a great. One there uh, one of the things that I always feel like is a is a small measuring stick and it may not be a big measuring stick or even small one to, to other people but when I see cars driving through and I guess Kevin and I look like administrators here <laughs> you know, we're gonna buy a ticket we're gonna buy a ticket but to me that is a signal big that signal. you talk about the kids buying in how about the community buying in, oh, Michael? So we pre-sold tickets. We started uh, Wednesday. They were sold out today. That's the, that's how, that's yeah. enough said right there. Yeah. The community is bought in. They still looking for pre-sold tickets. I just had a guy ask me, "Are we gonna start selling <laughs> tickets at the box?" Because everybody wants to be back here. Everybody wants to be here. I'm so used to it. When I was here, staying stay packed. When I got back here, not so much. But now it's back packed again. I know we're doing something right. Uh, I hope in that renovation budget you put up a net over yeah, there yeah, yeah. by the goal to, to make them come in <laughs> <laughs> to make them come in no no I'm, I'm, I'm talking about keeping the oh, footballs in well when you kick the extra points well, field goal. well you know what i want to do i want to block that whole little strip off and make that a party area oh, and yes. so we'll kick it into the crowd and it'll be a oh, party thing about who gets hey i want it to be special boom i want that to be special back there boom all right, it all begins, and, and okay, the offensive side of the football, that's where all the attention is focused upon. So we're going to start first, though, defensively, yes. because I think those guys deserve equal credit yes. on the early success you've had so far this season. So, Michael, talk about your defense. Well, my philosophy is we put all the best players on the defense. So when I first got here, what we did was we saw who the best players was. So I tell the offensive coordinator, which at the time it was me, you only get two picks. 
mistakes, you get a quarterback and a running back. Everybody <laughs> else, go to defense. And whoever you don't want, come back to offense. <laughs> and that's what we built our team on, defensive success. Uh, last week we had a, a tough game. DB, uh, we held them to seven points defensively. They ran a kickback on us, but our defense is devastating. We I mean, even like one of the best players in the state of Arkansas, Courtney Crushfield, yes, he's a good receiver, but I didn't play him a lot at receiver at first. He was a defensive back for me because we want to make sure we stop somebody. So defensive philosophy, our guys are playing well, really well. How many now of your so-called good players are still on defense or you mix them back and forth or some I'm guessing not even play both ways. So I mix them back and forth a little bit. They play a little bit of both ways. We don't play a lot of both ways now because just like I said we're building a team sure. so we're building a culture so now we got backup in depth. So we had a good off season this summer so we had a lot of guys that's able to step in and actual play where we don't have to play a lot of both ways. There you go. Pine Bluff used to be Titletown back in the late 80s, early 90s with Coach Lee Hardman at Dollar Way. Yeah. Watson Chapel may made their run uh-huh. under Coach McMurray and, of course, Pine Bluff. But what has the shutdown of Dollar Way done for Pine Bluff as a school and as a program? Well, now, I always say this. Everybody thinks we, we got a lot of players from Dollar Way. Right. Well, we actually didn't. We only got about six players from Dollar Way, uh, and that's coming from 10th and all the way down, all the way up to 12th grade. So we didn't get a lot, a lot of players. Right. But even the three or four players that we got, they stepped in and they joined our kids, and they already knew each right. other anyway. They stepped in and they're doing a great job. Somebody like Jacoby Young, he's doing a wonderful job for us at playing tight end and DN and so on and so forth. And I just hope that uh, what we're building here don't scare off the younger Dollar Way kids so they can come on board. We love to have them to come on board as well. Now, that was a powerhouse under Coach Hardman. Oh, I mean, it they, was. They were, it was. I mean, when you talk about the Dollarway Cardinals, you knew exactly knew it. what you were dealing with at, at that particular time. All right, you got playmakers. So you as the offensive coordinator, play caller, how do you go about dividing up those plays? Because i got to believe that's that may be your toughest challenge. Well, uh, of course, our offense, the way our offense run, and I don't play call as much anymore. I, I gave that title to Coach Ryan Stinson, but I still step in sometimes. But according to our offense, our offense is based on who's open. We don't, like, necessarily call a particular number. It's just any given day. It can be Courtney Crushfield. It can be Austin Dindy. It can be uh, Marquez Brentley that came over from Watson Chapel. It can be anybody, any given given day. So that's why if you look at our players of the week, it could be somebody different every time. Yeah, uh, Ryan Stinson, of course, his older brother Rod yes. was coach here. Yes. Yeah, really good running good back, back in the 90s. Yes. So, uh, yeah, they're getting that tradition going. But uh, talk a little bit about, you talked about the academic side of things, getting these kids into the major D1 schools. Yes. That was a big goal for you coming in. Talk a little bit about that. Huge goal for me. So what we did was when I first got, got here, that's about changing the culture. What I did was normally, you know, you go to practice after 8 period, 2 o'clock to about 5.30. Well, when I got here, we changed practice totally. We practice at 6 a.m. in the morning. That builds character right there because they have to be here at 545. Accountability. Yeah. Accountability. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we in practice. So then at 2 o'clock when they come down here, we do a little, a little lift and weights and then what we do? Study hall. So go. that instantly raised their GPA up. And so now some of our better players that normally just D1 talent, they actually can accept D1 scholarships. That, that is great. That's a great formula. Listen. I'm glad I didn't play for you. Now. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't like 6 o'clock it, in the hey, morning. It's hard for all our kids <laughs> to do it, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for the parents. You know, sometimes at times I have two loads of kids that I pick up because parents just can't get up. So, But, you know, that culture that you're talking about, that's part of it. It so, starts with you, doesn't it? It, it starts with yeah. And yeah. so if I can do it, they all can do it. But it actually works out better for them because once they do, once we do two to three, and we do weightlifting and stuff, and then we go from three to four thirty ish on study hall. Now you got the rest of the day to do nothing but play the game and do everything you want to do. So by the time it's time to go to sleep, nine o'clock you pooped out. You got eight <laughs> time hours to go. To sleep. It's time to go. Uh, I, we're gonna squeeze this, Michael, in less than thirty seconds. Yep. The keys for you tonight against Little Rock Mills. Uh, don't give up the big play. Uh, don't make any mistakes, and then don't let the eye candy fool you. Eye candy is what it is. Eye candy. That's we don't right. care about the eye candy. We like watching the the, the nice eye candy walk by, but we're not going to touch it. We're going to wait for the big thing to come. That's right. <laughs> Good luck to you, Michael. All right, thank you that so much. Michael Williams, head football coach of the 
I'm Bluff Zebras. Drive Time Sports, our Sonic Blast will continue in just one moment. The latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car, because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Few personalities in modern sports made more of an impact than Dallas Cowboys legend Gil Brandt. He pioneered the practice of recruiting great athletes from other sports and making them football players. Brandt also mined the HBCUs for incredible talent, paving the way for the NFL to be a league where talent trumps skin color. Along with Tom Landry and Tech Schramm, Gil Brandt made the Cowboys America's team. He will be missed. Double B's is Arkansas's team. With 34 locations across the state, we are an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We care about your community because it is our community. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530. Exit 34 in Whitehall. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to our Sonic Blast here today in Pine Bluff as the Zebras prepare to take on the Little Rock Mills Comets. Before we go back to our phone lines, this glare is horrible. Let's start with my man Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Now, you're in Vegas. How's, how's it been going so far, Neil? Uh, Vegas is Vegas. It's uh, 92 degrees and sunny and... <laughs> And a lot of craziness. And, and look, I, I, I'm in a pretty good spot. You know, we have uh, Monday Night Football is in Vegas on Monday. Uh, the opening of the NHL and the Vegas Knights playing this week is uh, there also. And then uh, also we have, uh, uh, I get to watch in the world's largest sports book, uh, NFL, this weekend. So that's going to be exciting. Now, i got to tell you, Kevin was bragging about how he cleaned up last night. He almost bankrupt Saracen because of his pick <laughs> of the Chicago Bears last night. Was that rough on Bet Saracen? Mm, no, not really. Uh, that game, um, uh, Bears were. Uh, we, we, we had an okay night last night. It wasn't a. It wasn't a break record night, and 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 we had a, a couple of big parlays hit. A lot of people uh, went against uh, went against the Commanders, so. Uh, you know, there were some big scores last night, and there's some people that that, that, that bet the favorites. So, 
uh, it was a pretty rounded game last night. And, and like I said, really, last night, the only way to make that game interesting was to make a wager on it, in my opinion. But that's just me. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at uh, the daily specials. we got the Arkansas specials, the Hogs boost at number 16, Ole Miss, the double R props, the Red Wolves boost. And then we've got the combo between Arkansas plus 11.5. That line so far hasn't moved in the last couple of days yeah. in Arkansas State. It's come down a little bit from 16.5 to 15.5. That is plus yeah. 275, that boost. Yep, and if you put that, I believe if you put that game together by yourself, it would only play uh, 230. So if you're $100 better, I mean, that's a, that's a $45 difference right there extra and payout that's real spendable cash so take advantage of those specials because we do put attractive pricing and again don't forget the mlb divisional uh round props that we've got there there's some opportunity there and there's some additional ncaa football specials for this weekend um and and and, and some fun ones there like texas lsu and nc state auto in plus 195 so there's some there's some better pricing on those too and uh have a lot of fun this weekend. Uh, I'm going to have fun in uh, Vegas, and then we got a lot of fun stuff to do next weekend. Busy week, looking at all the new technologies and things that we can add to the sports books over the next year. Doesn't get any better than that. All right, Neil, enjoy yourself out in Sun City. That is the one, the only Neil Atkinson. Bet Saracen.com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store. And that is Beth Saracen. All right, let's check in with DK. Nope, never mind DK. He couldn't hold for us. How about Rick? Rick couldn't hold for us. All right. So we'll do this, Bear. We'll just go right back to the um, uh, Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Uh, let's see. Where are we on this? Uh, we talked about the CAC matchup. Gridiron Chick says, uh, Bear, how about winless Atkins at Newport tonight? Will it be closer than the experts think? It could be very much closer, because simply because Atkins has played some games that on paper, boy, that they could have won. Newport is uh, Newport's up and down. Newport is struggling a little bit at times this year. Um, you know, they they lost to Salem last week, put up a good fight, just didn't have an, enough offense in the end. Luke Reynolds played well, had three touchdowns passing for the team. And uh, Jack Simpson, Tyler Ridley played well on defense. But inversely, you look at, look at Adkins, they lost by six to Perryville. They've lost three games by ten points or less this year. Jackson Furr. Uh, at receiver, he really has come on late and playing well. And then Landon Seaton and Jaden Martin on defense. So, Hoons.com picks Newport at Newport, but expect Adkins to give a good account of itself. Barry, the U.S. Open men's golf Saturday's moving day. They move on to the weekend. The mm-hmm. 5A South is moving day today. <laughs> Okay. In South Arkansas, you got Magnolia Camden, Hot Springs Lakeside, and Texarkana. But I want to talk about that Magnolia Camden Fairview game real quick. You got all four teams are one and one on the year, along with Hot Springs. But Magnolia really intrigues me after upsetting Lakeside last week. You know, Magnolia, they think they figured it out. Uh, Amari Roach came back from injury to play fullback, and boy, I mean, he's just. And he's been decimated with injuries, and he averaged over 10 yards a carry last week at that fullback position. 27 totes for 272 yards, three touchdowns. That makes everybody better. Antonio Brooks, the quarterback, had over 100 yards rushing for the first time this year. Uh, really helped him out, and Magnolia's defense played well. But, but you know, Fairview has beaten Magnolia 15 their past 23 meetings. They really know how to win this game, and... Uh, Play very well. They they beat Texarkana last week handily. Uh, Daryl Adkins at quarterback had a big night, and then defensively they really clamped down and held Texarkana to just eight points. I think this is a low scoring or not a low scoring game, but a mid scoring game. You know, twenty eight to twenty one type game. And Hootens dot com picks Fairview at home, but could easily be talked into Magnolia. Let us talk with. Daryl, Daryl, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Good to hear y'all today. Thank you, uh, sir. 
Yes, sir. Hey, uh, McCroy is my team, and I had a bad weekend with McCroy and EPC and then Arkansas. Uh, Cowboys are the only thing that saved me from misery last weekend. Um, I've got um, a subject. It's kind of off the wall, but I have wondered about it for a couple of years. What is your opinion about some of the bigger class AAA schools playing eight-man football? And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you, Daryl. Well, uh, I mean, they're doing it. They're, they can't win any sanctioned title for it. And there's coaches that, you know, got Coach Finley at Cutter Morningstar wants to bring his program back to 11-man, and, and he's unable to this year during the middle of a cycle. But uh, it's tough. Those teams drop for a reason, and, and it's usually low numbers, and, and you just hope that they're able to, to revive. Maybe that's the, the life support for these programs. If not, I'd much rather see them, see them play non-sanctioned eight-man than to drop football altogether. Barry, do you think at some point they do have two divisions, a big school or a large school division and a small school division? I don't know. That's a very interesting... (laughs) Yeah, that's a very interesting question because, I mean, the eight-man game was designed for the small schools struggling with numbers, not bigger schools to to play. So that's something that will have to be looked at in different... uh, not, not different rules, but different scenarios drawn up for that. Yeah. I want to go up to the northeast part of the state real quick. Highland coming in. Big win over Truman last week. Truman 1-1, one 3-2 one, in conference play. Gosnell, big win last week after that loss to Highland two weeks ago. Talk about the Pirates and the Wildcats tonight. Now, the Pirates feel good because Cam Williams is back from injury, and, and last week he returned an interception, 95 yards for a touchdown. Passed for 112 yards, ran for almost 200 yards, and they get Jay Jacobs back. They're a big running back who's averaging over 100 yards a game. Should help Gosnell and, and lead Gosnell to a victory, although Truman's played pretty well. Gavin Cubitt really has played well on both sides of the ball for the Wildcats this year. All right, Bear, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501. What is your thoughts on Cersei at Marion and Southside at Brooklyn? Well, Southside is going for Southside's going for a conference championship. They're making no bones about it. They think they've got the team to do it, and coaches in that league are really starting to believe. Isaac Wallace and Andrew Plummer really playing well on defense. Braden Simpson, the coach's son, he's just a sophomore, but last week at a D-back position, he had 17 tackles, flip over to receiver. He caught a touchdown. The big help for this team came at running back when Gabe Witt moved from Batesville to Southside in the summer. That's really propelled this team, and uh, the way they clamped down on win last week was very impressive. Hootens.com picked Southside, and boy, they're just going to keep getting bigger and bigger for the Southerners as they try to win a conference championship. All right, we got to step aside for a moment. Coming up next, it will be Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company, Barry Grooms. Kevin Mohan, and I'm Randy Rainwater. Our Sonic Blast, hour number two from Pine Bluff. We'll continue in just one moment. Hunter's Refuge in Whitehall is having a massive hunting sale Wednesday through Saturday. Great deals on rifles and muzzle loaders. Select scopes up to 40% off. Hunting clothes, guns, blinds, accessories are on sale. Save up to 75% off casual clothing and shoes. Enter and store at Hunter's Refuge to win prizes including a Vortex Experience trip. Hunter's, 